I'm not the only one going to Newsmax. I told you yesterday that I'm switching from Fox to Newsmax, except for Tarko Carlson. Uh, I might drop in and out of Fox every now and then, but uh, and I'll check out Hannity once in a while. But I'm I'm uh, I'm kind of done with Fox for at least for a while. Lots of other people are doing the same thing, according to Nielsen ratings. Uh, Newsmax beat Fox Business and CNBC from six to midnight last week after the election. Now that's Fox Business and not Fox, and it's CNBC, not MSNBC. But Newsmax is on the map, and you can bet that Fox News has lost viewers and will continue to lose them. Uh, Lots of people are upset with their coverage of the election and have bailed out, but there are still lots and lots of people who haven't discovered Newsmax yet. They will. Uh, You can also bet that management at the Fox News Channel has noticed. Believe me, they've noticed. Whether they do anything about it is a different story. Meanwhile, Tucker Carlson is still the best person on television. And nobody is close. Uh, I'm not sure what his contract says, but uh, he could be in line for a ton of money if he becomes a free agent. Newsmax or Blaze TV could gain huge numbers if they could get him to move over. One of my favorite contributors, by the way, to the Carlson Show is Victor Davis Hansen. Smart guy, low-key, but hard-hitting. Here he is last night talking about the stupidity of mass mail-in voting. So the only mystery is what's behind all this? And I think right. it's, it's a transition from a rugged individual who has to take a responsibility to know the issue, show up on election day unless he's working or she's sick, and then turning it into sort of an entitlement. You just lay back, and whenever you contact a government agent, they're going to send you a registration form, and somebody's even going to harvest that and knock on the door and fill it out, and the polls are going to tell you who you should vote for because they're scientific, and they have the authority of Twitter or Facebook or social media that you use. And then to add final insult with all that, and then you're going to be told you're going to be a winner or a loser based on these uh, perceived polls on election night and the analytics. And so what we to finish, Tucker, what we did was... We took the, the prime element of citizenship, which is voting on election day, that has to yes. be approved and, and have some authority and s- sanctity, and we destroyed it. And without s- voting, you don't have citizenship. Without citizenship, you don't have a republic. So that's what's at stake. And when people like Gavin Newsom and Hillary Clinton say that these this COVID uh, virus and lockdown was an opportunity to transform things and a crisis never go to waste, exactly. then we think maybe it wasn't accidental. Maybe it wasn't accidental. Maybe it wasn't just the way things had to be. And that's really scary. Yep, it is. We, we could find that out here as we go along, uh, just how much um, the um, insanity and hysteria over COVID-19 was unnecessary and planned. We'll see. President Trump, uh, Trump, by the way, said today that he, he wants every vote hand-counted in Georgia. Uh, he wants to count all the votes in Georgia by hand. And Pennsylvania could be on the way to a recount or an audit. So as much as the non-Fox and non-Newsmax media would like it to be over, it's not. Maybe Fox does want it to be over. I don't know. They, they called it just right along with everybody else. Anyway, it's not over. And Selena Zito had a column in the Wall Street Journal last June. June about what a mess Pennsylvania could be on election night based on what had happened in the Democratic primary. She was right about a lot of it. It ended up being a mess. And when we come back, we are going to talk to Selena Zito. Stick around. By 
now you've heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape. Made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a standard queen premium my pillow for twenty nine ninety eight. Originally sixty nine ninety eight. That's a forty dollar savings. Kings are only five dollars more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a standard queen premium, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code STAG. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. My name is Namrita Singh Gujral. I am a filmmaker and an immigrant. My film, America's Forgotten, uncovers the unintended consequences of a broken immigration system. The seven-year-old girl died in the desert. This child came from the country of India. I'm living in the child. I can't go to the police. I never expected this journey would lead me to a truth that I never intended to find. A great pillar of the community was killed by a man who had been deported at least twice. The public would be outraged if they knew the truth. I found how much Americans are being lied to regarding our immigration policies at the border. My friends, my industry, even my family all rallied against the final message of this film. All credits had to be hidden for fear of retribution. If you care about the future of America, you should watch America's Forgotten. Go to SalemNow.com to buy today. Use promo code Pittsburgh for 20% off. If you're an employer, a business owner, if you have 5 to 100 employees, listen up. The cost of doing business continues to skyrocket, strangling your HR department with more regulations, administrative duties, and liability than ever. I'm John Steigerwald. Your health plan's a big part of that cost. Another year, another 10% rate hike, another $1,000 increase on your deductible, another hospital or doctor you can't go to because they're not in the network. Isn't it time for a change? Well, stop the insanity and call Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the industry. Put an end to the annual increase. Give your employees a national network that all hospitals accept and reduce your monthly premiums by 20 to 30%. It doesn't matter when your renewal is. Marley can help today. Call 724-884-1496. Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. 724-884-1496. At Fisher Investments, we do things differently. And other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor. So what do you provide? Cookie-cutter portfolios like the rest of us? No cookie-cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs. But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients? No, Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades. So what's in it for you? Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. 
Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, they're still counting votes in Pennsylvania. The networks may have decided that Joe Biden is the president-elect, but uh, nothing's official yet. Election night was a fiasco, of course, and Selena Zito wrote about the possibility of that happening back in June in a piece for the Wall Street Journal. She joins us now. Selena, how are you? Thanks for coming on. Thanks so much for having me. It's like I had special psychic powers or something, or just did my reporting and knew that this would be a fiasco and knew that this was drag on, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, and here's the money quote from your piece. Um, This was in the Wall Street Journal in June, and this is quoting... uh, Allegheny County Executive Rich Fitzgerald. This is pretty, pretty interesting quote. This, this is what he said back in June. It could be late Tuesday night, but if the world is looking at Pennsylvania and we are saying in response, oh, maybe Wednesday we'll have the results, oh, maybe Thursday, oh, maybe Friday, all of a sudden people start saying we're cheating. Wow, that seems to be uh, exactly where we are right now. Oh, my goodness. I wonder if he remembers that he said that to me. Yeah, I mean, I think that there has been this level of expectation throughout our history, uh, with the exception of the 2000 uh, um, uh, presidential election between Al Gore and George W. Bush, uh, that we efficiently have this process done. And we pretty much know, if not by midnight um, of the Tuesday election, in, we at least know by the wee early um, hours of the morning. And and so uh, we've had that expectation, that is voters, because, uh, you know, Election uh, precincts, election uh, county offices have pretty much been very efficient at doing this. Um, the with the advent of the mail-in ballot, with the uh, with the COVID virus, and with this sort of, I would say, the pressure from technology, uh, yep. we said we we had to a high, we should have set expectations, and I think I made that point in the piece, or one of the people I interviewed did, I think it was Thornburg, uh, said that we shouldn't have an expectation that it will be uh, ready on the, uh, um, and maybe we'll have to wait a, wait a week or more. At least he was clear-eyed about understanding the potential problems that will happen, and that, that's exactly what did happen. Yeah, and I went back and looked at some history. Um, I can't remember what I don't have it in front of me here, but uh, what years, you know, back in the 19th century and the mid-19th century, I think it was like the 1840 or something like that, uh, I noticed that there was no election day. There was, uh, they, they voted over a period of a couple of weeks. So, which is kind of what we're having now. It's just that you expect the result on November 3rd, but you know, uh, you, you know, you, nobody's going to be surprised anymore if you don't get it till November 10th or longer. But, you know, you mentioned technology, Selena, and the issue is it's almost like you'd be better off with paper ballots that you, that you fill out with a pencil and drop in a box because there's less likelihood of people messing around with that. Now, I had a guy on yesterday that, uh, um, has done some tremendous research and looked at uh, what's been happening with the computers. 
Do you know, Selena, that the vote that you, if you if you cast your vote, I'm assuming you voted in Pennsylvania, yep. that it was counted in Barcelona, Spain? Did you know that? Well, I, I know that it's outsourced. Look, there is yeah. a reason. There is a reason that I, um, the, my brand new stove that I bought a couple years ago has no yeah. computer on it. Same with my uh-huh. refrigerator. Same with my car. You, the, the more technology is involved, um, I'm, there's more likelihood that there's going to be a snag or a problem, in particular if there's a massive volume. And that's exactly yeah. what happened uh, in this election. Yeah, and, and it's, it's, um, it's actually easier to mess around with the numbers on a computer with, uh, with logarithms and, and, uh, and the stuff that this guy explained yesterday. You can, they can, <clears throat> he had examples of, uh, he was watching CNN, uh, the governor's race in Kentucky in 2018, or 2019, and he could, you can actually see right on the screen uh, 590 votes go from the Democrat to the Republican. Uh, in other words, the Republican loses the exact number of votes that the Democrat gained. You can see it happen on the screen. Yeah. He, he did it by slowing it down. And so yeah. you can't do that with paper ballots as easily. Right. You know what I mean? You, you can't get a right. box of, 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 of um, Trump ballots and, and just dump them into the into the uh, uh, Biden box, you know, it's just, it's, it's actually harder to do. Right. And, and sort of part of the problem also is there could be an honest mistake, but we have, there's too much incompetency in handle mm-hmm. in the people who handle our votes, which is one of the most precious things we can do. It's one of the biggest exercises of our freedom and our liberty is to cast our vote, to, to cast our ballot. And then we, we yeah. take that, that, that ideal, right? Something that mm-hmm. we've thought of and researched, and we a lot of times have placed it into the hands of maybe it's not someone that is, you know, nefarious, but it could right. be someone that's just incompetent or doesn't care about their job. <clears throat> yeah, well, but the thing is, that's true. But yeah. if you're Donald Trump, or even if you're a Republican, if you're a Trump voter, not necessarily a Republican, a Trump, uh, someone who wants to vote for Trump or who supports Trump, after you saw the Democrats tr- uh, impeach him um, and, and, and start spying on him before he was even inaugurated, and do all the things that we know now that they did, why would you be um, surprised if you found out that they actually messed with the, act- the actual votes that he got in his, try- in, in his attempt to be reelected? They tried to unelect him uh, 15 minutes after he got elected. That, you so know, why, would they be, really, why would that continue? That was a really great point. Uh, traditionally, presidents get a honeymoon, right? They at yeah. least get a handful of weeks where they get a, a decent treatment by the press. Uh, I remember being on CNN two days after he won, and I was on a panel, and there was someone talking about, already talking about impeaching him. And yeah. I was oh, yeah. just sort of stunned. And, uh, and, mm-hmm. and that, was, that was just the beginning. There was never... There was never a moment when doubt was not cast 
or attempts were not made to to make his presidency illegitimate. And so for people at home that are listening and they have deep concerns about about these results as they come in, I, I you know, I would argue why would you blame them? There there has yeah. been nothing but a full frontal attack since the moment uh, he was declared president. Yeah, well, and and again, I, I'm I'm as cynical as they come, but I I don't think that even I would um, would be suspicious of the Democrats. Actually, I mean, there's always going to be some fraud and and you know some people messing around, but but massive fraud to actually have the uh, wrong person win the win the presidency. I I don't. I mean, I don't think I would have even been cynical enough to believe that they'd be capable of doing that. But I am now 100 uh, percent. I think they're I, I think they're 100 percent capable of doing something uh, to actually have the wrong person be installed as president. Uh, would you, are, do you put that past them at this point? Well, this, here's here's how I look at it, because I try to look at it through the prism of how I cover elections, which is, uh, although I have been honored to have interviewed the president seven times, I, I try to look through the viewpoint, the eyes of the people that voted for him. And, mm-hmm. and you know, when he, they put him, when, when, when his coalition, the conservative populist coalition, put him in office, they were made fun of for doing so. They were then made fun of for... Um, uh, having his back during impeachment, during the Mueller investigation, during a series of things that question the legitimacy of his presidency. And now they're being made a fun of for not trusting the very people who did that. And I think the, the longer, broader, more most important story outside of who our next president is, is how... These voters are are never going to trust the system. They're never going to trust my profession. And that is a dangerous thing in democracy when you have that much distrust for the people that deliver, whether it's our government or um, or, or, or manage our government. And, and I think that, that we're not in a good place well, because people feel this way. Yeah, that's right. And uh, <clears throat> I, uh, I just... If it's got to get to the point where it's got to be even more transparent than it is now, I don't know. I don't know how you can be transparent enough when you're you place you cast your vote out here in Washington County where I live, and you find out that it was probably counted and and put into the computer in Barcelona, Spain. I don't know how you I don't know how you're supposed to think you can really keep your eye on that. I don't. Right. That, 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 that instills nothing but distrust. I think one yeah. of the things that President Trump, he's going to go, he's going to have a legacy for numerous things. But one of his, his, his final legacy is no matter what ends up happening, the way he has called out the process and put mm-hmm. it under the microscope and showed and peeled, sort of peeled back the onions and so you could see how rotten the onion is, is going to lead to incredible election reform so that nothing like this ever happens again. We're talking to Selena Zito. She wrote a, a column in the Wall Street Journal back in June 
which was which spoke about the distinct possibility that that the that the election in November could be a fiasco, which is exactly what it became. Uh, what was it that happened in the primaries, uh, Selena, that made you think November third was going to be a problem? Well, we had numerous problems. Uh, uh, I will say this: in June, Allegheny County did a great job uh, in the test run, mm-hmm. uh, which is what I called that primary. Uh, things were done efficiently. It was done all well, and there were no problems. It was the only county out of 67 counties in our state uh, that that um, behaved this way. Uh, there were there were counties in the state where we didn't know week um, until the uh, what the election results are were. Uh, a lot of it has to do with we never really had a mail-in system. Uh, we we had absentee ballots before, but they were so prohibitive that only about 4% of the population used them. So it wasn't a burden on the system. Uh, and and we also had a, um, um, we had a lot of precincts closed in, 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 in the spring. Now, that did not happen uh, this fall. I believe Allegheny County had all uh, 13, 1,200 of its precincts open. Um, but you know, you know, they didn't start counting the ballots until uh, election day morning, and that's where at least half of everybody voted. And and you know, this it, it, it was just too much, and they were did not have enough staff. And you know, that's why we have the problem. Exactly what I outlined in, tw- in June is exactly what happened this past week. You did a thorough study of Pennsylvania voters uh, back in 2016 when you wrote your book. Uh, were there any results that you've seen that make you – I'm talking about Pennsylvania now. Any results that you've seen uh, tabulated or posted that, that make you suspicious? To be Based honest, no. Know? No, this, this, this conservative populist coalition not only showed up, uh, it, it expanded, and it became more diverse. Uh, and and uh, it, it showed up robustly. The only place where uh, um, President Trump lost support was in Erie, Pennsylvania. But I wrote about that a couple weeks ago and said, I see a drop off among seniors in Erie and senior and Erie has a robust senior population. Uh, the same for Bucks County. What I find is fascinating, John, and I wrote that you guys can check it out at selenazito.com, is the unbelievable red wave that happened down ballot. We're not talking about this enough. Republicans were supposed to lose the state house. They were supposed to lose the state um, senate. They were supposed to lose the uh, treasurer's office or, or, or not win the treasurer's office. They didn't have it to begin with and not win the um, auditor general's office. Well, guess what? They not only won all of their seats, they gained seats. Nobody was expecting that to happen in both the um, oh. state house and the state Senate. So there was a red wave that happened. Uh, in this state that I think is incredibly notable, especially as we head towards redistricting. Um, uh, It was important for Republicans to have those um, hefty majorities, and they won them. And what they did... Selena, I'm completely out of time. I'm I'm up against a hard break. Thanks, as always. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you. See ya. We'll be back. 
With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Senate balance of power now tilted toward the GOP, 49 to 48. Democrat Cal Cunningham has conceded to incumbent Republican U.S. Senator Tom Tillis in North Carolina. Tillis led Cunningham by more than 95,000 votes. The Trump campaign has filed lawsuits in key swing states now looking to make sure that voter fraud has not tainted the election. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says the president is 100 percent within his rights to take such action. McConnell saying that media projections are not the final official word on the election's outcome. And Ford planning on uh, locating at two U.S. factories 350 jobs. That would be in Missouri and in Michigan. Stocks finishing mixed. The Dow picked up 262 points. The S&P lost four. This is SRN News. If you've fallen behind in your credit card payments during the shutdown, you're probably feeling some added pressures. And even a brief history of late payments can lead to a big drop in your credit score. But you don't have to solve these problems alone. Trinity Debt Management can help. We'll work with your creditors, put a stop to late fees and other penalties, and make a plan that helps you get caught up. We'll also consolidate your bills into one easy-to-manage monthly payment and negotiate much lower interest rates. Not only will you find immediate relief, you'll save thousands. And don't worry, it's not a loan. It's a smart way to get back on track. All you have to do is give Trinity a quick call, and we'll take care of the rest. Right now, no one really knows what the future will bring, but one thing is for sure. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Here's the number. Call 1-800-936-5496. That's 1-800-936-5496. AM 1250, The Answer. The Mike Gallagher Show. He's your happy conservative warrior. Pfizer announced that their coronavirus vaccine is more than 90% effective in preventing COVID-19 during their phase three clinical trials. Isn't it interesting that this announcement came the Monday after the election? I'm sure there's nothing political about that. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250. The answer. Allegheny County has proposed an ordinance that, as in the city of Pittsburgh, would mandate that businesses offer paid sick leave to their employees. But researchers at the Allegheny Institute for Public Policy say it is a short-sighted measure that will harm businesses, many of which are struggling with the effects of the coronavirus pandemic and trying to recover from the economic shutdown. Learn more about this and other topics at AlleghenyInstitute.org. Celebrating 25 years of challenging conventional public policy wisdom. Now there's a natural way to take charge of your blood pressure. Introducing new Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula from the makers of the nation's best-selling garlic supplement. New Garlic helps maintain healthy blood pressure levels with clinically supported levels of garlic, plus a custom blend of vitamins and minerals. And it's odor-free. Take charge of your blood pressure with new Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. You know what stinks? Overpaying for things, and that includes your cell phone bill. That's why every day people are switching to Pure Talk USA. You get the exact same coverage as the larger carriers, but at half the cost, with no contract and no excessive fees. Get unlimited talk, text, and two gigs of data all for just $20 a month. The average person saves $400 a year. Go to puretalkusa.com, enter the promo code. 
code half off and you'll save 50% off your first month. That's puretalkusa.com promo code half off. Pure Talk USA, simply smarter wireless. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS A Division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. On the Parkway East, it's very busy outbound Bates Street to Edgewood Squisvale, looking at about a five-minute delay. Inbound, we're seeing some delays as well, but n- not too bad. Now, Parkway West, outbound is heavy from Parkway Center Drive to Green Tree. Outbound on 28 delays from Route 8 to the Highland Park Bridge. And inbound busy 31st Street Bridge to Chestnut Street. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer, Weather. For tonight, it'll be warm with considerable clouds. Occasional late-night rain is expected, along with a thunderstorm, the low 61. It'll be warm tomorrow with periods of rain, tomorrow's high 68. Plenty of clouds tomorrow night with a low of 43. Thursday, times of clouds and sunshine will reach a high of 56. Mostly sunny Friday with a high of 57. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Donald Trump may or may not be finished being president, but whatever happens, he will be leaving a trail behind him that people are going to be studying for years. Philip Carl Salzman is Emeritus Professor of Anthropology at McGill University. He studies things like this. He's also a columnist for PJ Media, and he joins us now. Philip, thanks for coming on again. I appreciate it. Happy to be with you. So um, here's the first paragraph of your column. Uh, While some observers and commentators knew knew well what was was going on in America, most citizens did not put a great deal. uh, It became became clear to at least half of all Americans. Uh, So what what did uh, most citizens not know? Well, uh, I think that um, most Americans felt that there were basic agreements among Americans and among uh, and but between our two political part main political parties uh, about basic things about uh, respecting the Constitution, loving the country, and respecting democracy. Uh, but the the period of uh, Trump's presidency uh, showed at least half of all Americans that those assumptions were incorrect. Uh, because it turned out that the Democratic Party violated the most basic rule of democracy, and that is they refused to accept the results of the 2016 election. Uh, And they spent four years not attempting to improve the country, but attempting to destroy the presidency uh, of Trump. Mm -hmm. Uh, And... I think that was that was shocking, and they tried to destroy it through a bunch of baseless accusations, such as that he was a um, a Russian agent and so on. Uh, that proved to be ridiculous, in spite of all their efforts, and they never stopped saying it, even though it was proven to be false. Uh, so I think this was quite a this was quite a big shock to. Uh, to many, many Americans. Yeah. Do you think enough people were aware, were aware of just how far off the deep left end the Democrats went? Do you, are, are, 
are people I, I you know people like you and and I we we um we pay more uh, closer attention to this stuff than most people do um because we do it for a living but um do, uh, does the average person walking around out there know how far off the deep end the democrats have gone I don't think so um I think it's I think it surprised a lot of people and as they as they became aware of it, I mean, there's a good reason that there wasn't a blue wave in this last election. The Democrats expected to sweep everything, and they really didn't. It's not mm-hmm. even clear that they won the presidential election, but certainly they lost state houses, uh, they lost state governorships, um, they lost seats in the House of Representatives, um, and it looks like the Republicans will keep the Senate, and and there's a reason for that, and that is that uh, that many many Americans were upset to see the the anti-American and and unconstitutional way that the uh, that the Democrats have moved. Um, Americans really uh, don't want to see a socialist revolution in the United States. Yeah, I, I want to read your first uh, paragraph again because I butchered it at the beginning. <laughs> While some observers and commentators knew well what was going on in America, most citizens did not. But a great deal became clear to at least half of all Americans. Uh, and I guess that, that uh, to get back to that, that's how you opened your piece. Um, the is the half of Americans that it became clear to uh, are the Trump supporters. I mean, and and, and yes, I, I yeah. Not only the Trump supporters, but at least, at least the Trump supporters became aware of these things, and I think other people to to a degree did. So while they might not have voted for Trump, uh, they didn't uh, strengthen the Democrats. In fact, the Democrats lost uh, lost power in the election. Mm-hmm. Did the um, the media the the media's obvious hatred for Trump um, actually uh, end up as a great indicator of just how biased the media can be and is? I mean, it, it, it took somebody like Trump, who they hated so much, that their, that their blatant bias was just, it was impossible for them to, to hide it? It's absolutely stunning uh, what what's happened to the media. Um Various surveys, uh, university surveys, indicated that the media was at, at minimum 90% uh, negative about Trump. Mm-hmm. And most, most important media organizations had a much higher number than that. Uh, it became clear that, um, that they really, uh, the media was totally unreliable in bringing any truth. They only presented a, a partisan, biased view um, in conjunction with the Democratic National Committee. You would have, they really appeared to be just the publicity branch of the Democratic National Committee. And this was really shocking. But they went even farther than that. And, and it's notable that the the so-called paper of record, the New York Times, went so far as to uh, produce the 1619 Project, which basically argued that 
America was never about uh, rights. It was never about democracy. It was never about freedom. It was only about slavery. The whole the whole establishment of the country was based on keeping slaves and keeping slaves down. Um, and the rest was just a lie. Now, this these arguments uh, were easily refuted by serious historians, both mm -hmm. liberal and conservative, but uh, nonetheless, this, uh, this project and this approach has been a um, adopted by many schools. They're teaching this yep. in schools now, so that anti-American hatred uh, has now become institutionalized in the Democratic Party, in the mass media, and and in the schools. Are there actually people out there, do you think, who still believe that most of the media are objective? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I think absolutely not. If you look at the public opinion polls, what institutions do you have faith in? Americans quite consistently have said over the years that they have most faith in the military and the police. Uh -huh. And Congress was always very low, and it's still very low, but the media has dropped even below Congress in, in, uh, um, in people's faith. They, they don't believe it. They know it's biased. They know it's, un, it's unreliable now. Uh, and uh, they, that's why the majority of people turn to the Internet um, in order to get their news. Unfortunately, what's happened to the Internet is that it turns out the, that big tech companies uh, Facebook, Twitter, Google, uh, are also agents of the Democratic National Committee, and they have censored uh, and blocked stories that don't support their candidate and that are critical of their favored party and, and candidate. It's like we live in, uh, we've now, we're now living in a country uh, that's increasingly like China, where the government, uh, where the main institutions control what people know. Information is controlled to present um, a biased uh, perspective. For example, more and more evidence has flowed in about the corruption of the Biden family uh, mm -hmm. in their influence-selling project abroad. Um, as, mu as millions have flowed in from China and other countries to the, to the Biden, enriching the Biden family. And all of that information was blocked um, in, in the weeks prior to the election so that voters wouldn't know that. Yep, it was hidden. That, that, and that, that uh, the bias that uh, a lot of people don't get is that, um, is, is the bias by omission. Because if you don't, if you're watching CNN and you, you don't know that they didn't cover a story that they should have covered. If that's you, right. Uh, you would, it's, that's but terrible. But it's not, it, it's not an, an accidental omission. It's a suppression no. of that, of those yeah. stories. Purposeful suppression. Yeah. Now, what's interesting and, and pretty tragic, actually, is that 
something like COVID-19 and the pandemic would come along during a Trump presidency. I was thinking about this today. Um, I just wonder how much different everything would have been if this had come along um, in the middle of the Obama, in the, in the first couple of years of the Obama administration. How much different the coverage of it would have been? I, I, I just, I mean, it's only a guess, but what do you think the difference would have been if the exact same disease popped up uh, back in 2009 instead of 2020? Well, Obama wouldn't have been blamed by the media the way the way uh, Trump was uh, because they they worshipped Obama. I mean, they they were equally biased in favor of Obama as they have been against Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've been consistent over a number of years in their in their biases. They did have an epidemic. It wasn't as bad as this one. Right. They did have an, and they and they blew it. They did a they did a terrible job, and never got blamed for it. Uh, but I, but I wonder I'll, if the I just wonder if the media would have been would have would have been so gleefully uh, willing to attack um, Obama as they have been Trump and blame blame Obama. Who who would they, have, they who would they have been able to put the blame on in the same exact situation? They had the opportunity and they didn't do it when they, when when uh, uh, when the the swine flu came mm-hmm. uh, and and it was handled very poorly. Uh, no, they never blamed they never blamed Obama for anything because they thought um, they thought he was wonderful. I'll tell you this: uh, Trump could have survived this. China virus or the media, but not both of them. Uh-huh. With the Great media, point. with the media, ninety-five percent against them, and this China virus uh, attacking attacking the country, and and all the Democrats blaming blaming Trump for it. Um, uh, he really didn't didn't have a chance. It's amazing that he came as close to winning as he did. Uh, but it's, uh, uh, he had, he had very bad luck in that, in that regard. Uh, We're talking to Philip Carl Saltzman. He's Emeritus Professor of Anthropology at McGill University, and he's a columnist for PJ Media. You can find him at pjmedia.com. Um, we have a guy also who, who could be about to become president who thinks that an eight-year-old, uh, should be able to, uh, have the, should be able to choose to change his or her gender, not that that's possible, but to try to. He thinks that's okay. What's, what does uh, that say about where we are? Well, that's really amazing, and it's, uh, uh, there's been a rejection of science uh, in order to pander to, uh, uh, to identity politics. So we only care about identity now. We don't care about any biological facts. Uh, it, it is a biological fact that people uh, either have XX chromosomes or XY chromosomes. And uh, you can't change that. It's in every part of their body, and it has physiological and effects. Uh, and so women, uh, I mean, a man can, can dress like a woman and try and act like what he thinks is, is, is the way a woman acts, but he can't be a woman. 
it's biologically impossible. And the same is true with a, a woman, can't be a man. They don't have the biology to do it. It doesn't matter how many hormones they take or, or how much uh, surgery, but cosmetic surgery. But it's only cosmetic because they still have male or female chromosomes and genes throughout their body. Uh, it's, uh, to me, it's uh, allowing children to say, oh, uh, I want to be something, I want to be a different sex, and so give me hormones and, and do surgery to me. Uh, it, it's nothing but child abuse. And yeah. it's madness, <clears throat> madness to say that, that people can, can be whatever they identify with. Interestingly, we have a lot of other cases. We have cases of of people. We, for example, we have a lot of a number of cases of white women saying that they're black or saying <laughs> that they're Hispanic, and that's rejected. You know, you can. It doesn't matter if you identify. You can't change right. your race, and you. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that that's not allowed, but it is allowed. Uh, allegedly to be able to change your sex, which in fact is impossible. That would hey, just Phil, be ridiculous. I'm, I'm out of time. Would... I'm up against a hard break, and I'd like gotcha. to continue talking to you, but but I'm uh, I'm up against a break. i got to go. Thanks a lot for coming no. on again. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Okay. Uh, that's Philip Carl Saltzman. You can find him at pjmedia.com. We'll be right back. Parents, let's be honest. Many high school and college-age kids seem to have little direction these days. That might be true for your son or daughter. They spend a lot of time gaming, hanging with friends, but nothing seems to lead them on a path to adulthood. You may want them to go to a four-year university, but their grades just don't warrant it. Their lack of passion and direction makes you wonder if a four-year university would even be a wise investment. Here's a better route to consider. The Facilities Management HVAC or Electronics Training Program available through Salem CareerHub.com. They'll learn real-life work skills that are marketable and in high demand right now. And at SalemCareerHub.com, you can sign up for these courses at 50% off their regular price. Talk it over with your kids and get them out of the basement. They're probably as anxious as you are to move forward and just need a little push. The place to start? SalemCareerHub.com. You can also call 866-711-6275. 866-711-6275 or SalemCareerHub.com. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Steigerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. 
Here are the facts. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. Having to do your own digital marketing while trying to manage your business, well, there's just not enough time in the day. You need Salem Surround. You're doing all you can to market your business, but are you sure you have the right strategy or seeing a great return on investment? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. We'll design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies, using everything in our toolkit to work for you. Digital, audio, mobile, even audience-engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. We can finish with a little bit of sports, sort of sports here. Uh, There's some talk that uh, Ben Roethlisberger was exposed to uh, Vance McDonald, who apparently tested positive. He's a Steelers tight end, and I think he has the spot next to Roethlisberger in the locker room. So they were. He was in close contact with him, and Vance McDonald has tested positive. So there's some question about whether Ben Roethlisberger will be able to play if he if he may test positive between now and Sunday. But I just it's interesting because just yesterday I saw the NFL's chief medical officer, Doctor Alan Sills, said this: "We have seen zero evidence of transmission player to player on the field either during games or practices, which I think is an important and powerful statement." It also confirms what other sports leagues have found around the world. We regularly communicate with World Rugby, Australian Rules Football, European Soccer Leagues. To date, no one has documented a case of player-to-player transmission in a field sporting environment. Obviously, I don't think we're at the point where we'd say it cannot occur, but none of us have seen yet, and that's certainly encouraging. Encouraging? They, they weren't, they weren't going to let the high school kids play any fall sports because of this disease. It's just, listen, this is football, basketball, soccer, rugby, baseball, hockey. Not one case of someone getting the disease from being involved in the sports activity. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. But it seems pretty stupid to me to have not let kids play sports. I'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.